Chapter 5, Headlines. Headlines are the most important part of your ad, whether it is a sales letter, print ad, yellow pages, or even a Google AdWords ad. The headline is the ad for the ad. If it doesn't get the attention of the reader, then it doesn't matter how good the rest of the ad is or even how great your funeral home is. You have failed to get that person's attention. Too many funeral home ads start with the funeral home name, logo, or building at the very top of the ad. And as we've learned from the previous chapters, we need to relate the ad to the reader and not to us. Headlines were so important for Hopkins that when they did their ad tracking, they also recorded the headline. And this is in the day of ledgers, no Excel spreadsheets to track things. But even though it had to be done manually, it was worth it because it was so valuable. I'll stop talking now about headlines and let you listen to Hopkins proclaim their importance. Just remember that the headline is the ad for the ad. Chapter 6, Psychology. In this chapter, Hopkins flies up to the 30,000 foot level and talks about psychology and human behavior, which hasn't really changed in a hundred years since this book. And as Hopkins says, it hadn't changed since the time of Caesar. He's a big believer in using curiosity in his ads, especially in his headlines. Do your ads make the readers curious to find out more? Or do they make the reader say, so what? Or who cares? Or don't all funeral homes do that? The first step of making a headline curious to the reader is to make sure that it talks to them and not about you. Hopkins also states that people want bargains and not cheapness. I equate bargains with value seekers. People do not want to think that they are overpaying for something, but they also don't want the absolute cheapest either. As we know, not every price shopper that you get on the phone wants the absolute lowest cost. They just don't want to get ripped off, and they want value. When Hopkins starts talking about free samples, think of your estate or funeral planning guides. Don't just give them away at a trade show or a fair. Have them ask for them and have them read your ad so that they know your story. This way, they'll have shown a small step towards you and you have gained permission to advance to the next step, even if that small step is just the guide. Chapter 7. Being Specific Hopkins starts the chapter with, Platitudes and generalities roll off the human understanding like water from a duck. What this means is that the statements that some funeral homes say, like, we provide the best service, are just too general, and everyone can say it because it is so vague, and it is really hard to prove or to measure, and it's not specific enough. But if you stated, we have the highest customer satisfaction rating with J.D. Power & Associates, a 98.7 rating, the highest rating of all funeral homes in the country, now that would be specific. Can you see how much more powerful that statement is than just, we provide great service? Hopkins goes further and says, if a company makes these vague claims, like, we're the best, it can actually hurt the company, as anything else that the company says about themselves will lead the readers to discount all statements that are made. And although the concept of the USP, the Unique Selling Proposition or Position, came after Hopkins, Its core conception is based on the principles detailed in this chapter. If you don't have your USP or your differentiation statement, it's time to start. And as a side note, 
This is the chapter that Hopkins shares the details of his Slitch Beer campaign, probably his most famous work when he took this brewery from number five to number one. Being specific can take many forms. Review your current ads and try to tighten them up from anything that's, generally speaking, to something more specific. As a quick example, say that you've been in business 88 years. Say that instead of saying, being in business for over 80 years. And maybe even tie it to a historical reference. Maybe the year that some president or prime minister was elected. But you want to make sure that it was a positive event. So are there things that you can be more specific about? And more importantly, are there things that you can delete because they are too vague that might discredit you in the eyes of your reader? Chapter 8. Tell Your Full Story This may seem a bit obvious, but many funeral home owners just want to cut to the chase and get the call, and others want to tell all of their story, but they tell it in a way that is more focused on them, the funeral home, than the consumer themselves. When you are telling your story, tell it in a manner that identifies the benefits to the families. So when you built the crematorium, it wasn't to add X number of dollars to your bottom line, but it was to provide convenience and peace of mind for your families that you serve that the cremation can take place quickly and within the security of your own facility. After crafting your story and using it in your ads, you may get bored of it and you may have this desire to change it up. Don't. Just keep on perfecting it. And now you know that you can do that because you will be testing it. Chapter 9. Art and Advertising Right out of the gate, Hopkins lays it out. Pictures and advertising are very expensive, not because of the artwork or photography, but for the space that it uses. As mentioned before, could there be words in the same place that do a better job in selling than the picture does? For example, in a print ad or yellow page ad, having a picture of the chapel or the outside of the building could be replaced with just one line. Our chapel holds 150 people and has an 80-inch TV to play the video tribute on. That line told more than the picture would. But, if there is a picture of 80 people in your reception center eating food, drinking coffee, and sharing memories, that is a lot more aligned to the benefit that the family wants, and it would be harder to paint that picture in words than just using the picture itself. So in that case, use the photograph. Pictures of people, actual staff and owners, now make sure you don't use stock photography, are good because, as I have said many times before, people make arrangements with people. If you have a very trusting photograph, it says trust a lot better than the words, trust me. Hopkins has more to say about art in ads, but one thing that is probably needing to be updated is that he mentions that color pictures don't usually pay for the extra expense. Today, color printing is a lot less expensive than it was a century ago. But still, in cases that color is going to cost you more today, maybe stick with black and white. But for that reception center food, color is probably the better choice. Chapter 10. Things Too Costly. This is a chapter that you need to read. I see far too often funeral homes, sometimes who have been sold a new product by a vendor, try to change the public's buying behavior. Trying to establish behavior can be very expensive. Hopkins has some great examples, so I won't go over them here, but consider this example. Buying flowers online is just one step removed from the conventional behavior of buying flowers from a florist. 
and buying them online can be more convenient for people. But buying virtual flowers for a virtual cemetery is too many steps away from the established buying behavior and would be cost too much money to educate people on the process. So when considering adding a new product, especially a new technology, to your suite of product offerings, ask this question to yourself. How easy will it be to have a non-technical funeral director convey the benefits of this new product to a grieving family? If it's going to be too difficult, maybe you should pass it by. Now this isn't to say that all new offerings are bad ideas. Take the DVD video tributes, or whatever you want to call them. But this has been fully accepted now, although it was a new technology 10 years ago, and it is expected in most markets, and usually the star of the funeral, and it makes you and your firm look good. Hopkins also warns about advertising prevention, and for us, this could be in the same boat as Preneed, depending on what angle you take. Since there are so many angles that could be taken, I can't go into detail here, but there may be a close relation to peace of mind and prevention, so maybe another angle should be considered.